Mobility ranks number one. Um, when I have to move, and I'm always on the go, it's required of me to perform. Is your health thriving, or is it merely surviving? Welcome to Thriving with Chiropractic, where we unpack conditions and lifestyle challenges in order for you to be the best version of health you can possibly be. I'm your host, Dr. Mosier, and my beautiful co-host is my wife, Ellen. Join us on this journey to thrive. Hey folks, Dr. Mosier here, and I have Ray with me. You're a scuba diver. Um, you've been in the military, both active and inactive, um, and you teach martial arts to well, adults and kids. Tell me, tell me about the martial arts. What got you into that? Uh, well, I was a martial artist for uh, several years as a kid, and uh, I had to break away from that uh, when I moved schools and moved locations, so I couldn't travel to what I was doing uh, or where I was going to martial arts. And uh, yeah. Um, then in my adult life, after I got back from, uh, war, uh, trained for a few years and, uh, then, uh, Eden, she gets in Taekwondo and she's wanting support mm -hmm. and I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to do this. I have no interest in this at all. And he's like, come on, it'll help me. And next thing I know, I'm in martial arts helping her with the support. And I realized that, oh, I needed I needed martial arts in my life again. And, and I'm having so much fun. And, and it's a family, you know, and, and a community. Something that was absent in my life that makes my life more fulfilling. Nice. Well, you know, we've been working together for the past two or three months. And I would consider you, you know, a pretty tough guy and you are. Um, but when we talk about the martial arts and you teaching kids, I see a whole nother side of you. I see passion for these kids. Why are you so passionate for these kids to learn martial arts? Well, um, when it comes down to it, my childhood wasn't great. Um, and I remember the things that the tra traumatic experiences and things like that from my childhood. Um, and I don't want other kids to go through that. I want to give them opportunities. I didn't have uh, the kind of opportunities that I really uh, craved as a, as, a, as a child. I finally was able to get into martial arts as a child, which was great, but it took so long for me to, to do that when I wanted to for years. And, uh, yeah, just be that person and make opportunities for these little kids, help them grow. It's a very fulfilling thing and very positive thing, you know, be that, be that factor that, uh, in their lives that just makes them, um, understand that or helps them understand, um, uh, life and, and overcoming obstacles and, um, be part of that support system. Wow. Well, and that's, <clears throat> a, that's something I didn't even know. And we've been, friends for a couple months now um you know often they say hurt people hurt people you know they just repeat the cycle right um and you are completely the opposite you have taken your previous pain and you are pouring into really dozens of kids uh i've seen some videos of yours uh you you did this massive event you even got your guitar out and you were the, the music for the 
the kids. Explain more of what that event was, what that was for. Um, well, it set in motion a process, and it was a process for growth. You know, when you do you put on a performance like that with, uh, you know, just about anybody, there's going to be mistakes and, and uh, there's going to be memories being created and there's going to be successes, right? And we celebrate our successes, but we also look at our um, weak points and then we address those to make, you know, to build ourselves up to be more well-rounded. And so that's what that was. Um, I really feel like uh, God blessed us, uh, helped it all come together. Uh, I believe that he was the driving force behind it all. And he had his reasons, you know, and all of his reasons, they're not so clear to me. But yes, but when I think about the magnitude of just that part I played in these the adults and the children's lives, I think about, you know, they, they're always going to remember that. Mm -hmm. And that's, they're going to look back and they're going to be, oh, the demonstration. I worked so hard, mm -hmm. but it worked. It worked out and, and it came together. And um, I remember that. And a lot of these adults even, um, granted, we only had two black belts mm -hmm. uh, that were really... Well, Master Haynes was part of it, but uh, me as a Chodon at that time and Eden as a Chodon, mm -hmm. and she was just directing it. Everyone else were collared belts. And mm -hmm. so they're not masters in the martial arts. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them had these um, uh, these preconceived notions that they couldn't do what I was asking of them. And to see that um, struggle and see them work toward it and eventually achieve that goal. That's what it's about, man. Yeah. Achieving a goal is kind of like a domino effect. You achieve this goal, the demonstration with you. Well, later in life, you know, when they, um, you know, start a career, start a business, whatever it may be, you're going to be a, a major impact in their life. Well, I hope so. You know, I hope that uh, I hope that helps them. I hope that I hope that serves them for the rest of their lives. Well, Ray, tell me about scuba diving. That that is so interesting. How did you get into that? Well, you know, uh, started from the martial arts. <laughs> okay, so Master Haynes is a jack of all trades and a master of several, <laughs> you know, nice. he's, he's, yeah. a, he's a, a, a dive master too, but he's also, he's, um, I think he's going for his, uh, staff instructor, uh, writing his certification right now. But anyway, he, he was my scuba instructor and he was my Taekwondo instructor or still is, I should say. And he's like, you should do this. I think you'd like it. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. And, uh, sure enough, I enjoy it. It's so much fun. Um, it's um, tranquil being in the aquatic world uh, and, and observing the life and, and the goings on and under the water, you know, and um, under the surface, I should say. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've seen so many cool things. I've done so many cool things. Uh, 
night diving is especially that that is really cool i did a uh, night dive that was a drift dive um in uh um pompano uh florida anyway yeah we uh it was dark and the ship kind of it kind of surged forward into a stop like abrupt stop uh-huh. and we're holding on to the handrails you know and um there's three of us three teams and uh four four divers per team and uh it's dark of course and and we've got our chem lights and stuff and and they're like go 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 and just one by one just plopping into the water we we uh we link up with our team and we descend about mm, 40 60 feet average is the depth that we maintained and uh, we had our flashlights on and I remember we saw all kinds of really cool stuff you know you the usual lobsters and, and groupers and nice cool reef fish and then um, we came up to do our safety stop and we were literally displacing little squid school of baby squid no water it's just squid mm. And so it was really cool. It, yeah, wow. it, was, it was really slippery and, and weird, <laughs> but it was cool. Nice. Anyway, uh, so we came up and uh, just waited for the boat to pick us up. And so it was pretty righteous. Nice. So it's got it's it's brought those kind of uh, opportunities to me, and I kind of just reach for them. Awesome. You're you're a go getter. Well, the other thing in your life is the military. You served in the Air Force. Why did you decide to go into the Air Force and uh, you served overseas, which thank you for your service. Uh, And obviously, there's probably only so much you can tell us, um, but what was that like? Mm. So to answer your first question, the Air Force was a mismatch. Um, I don't like being stuck in a... uh, I was a signals analyst, right? I don't like being stuck in a, a, a building with no windows and you have to badge in twice, badge out, no cell phone uh, for long hours. Nah, that's not me. I like being more outdoors. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it was a mismatch. Um, then uh, I found that the Army infantry was a lot better as far as uh, what I wanted to do, you know, when the, when the war was still, it was still uh, going pretty strong. And I felt a, uh, I felt a necessary, I, I don't know, just, um, I just really needed to go, you know, do my part for my country. I saw a lot of people, a lot of families, uh, being in church and gold gold star families and things like that that are that would uh, talk and and uh, their their kids sacrificed gave it all and so um, I honor them and and I feel for them and I want to do my part too and uh, fortunately uh, God saw fit that. Um, I would survive. And so I'm very blessed. And uh, 
that was a taxing uh, venture for me for sure. Absolutely. I bet it was. Um, I, I got one last question for you, Ray. How has chiropractic helped you be able to do all the things that you do? Hmm. Well, um, <clears throat> mobility ranks number one. Um, when I have to move and I'm always on the go and um, it's required of me to perform, uh, I need to be mobile and I need to have the uh, range of motion and flexibility. I need to be comfortable doing the things I'm doing and I feel like it does that. That fluidity, fluidity of motion uh, goes a long way and uh, I'd say the, uh, the helping with the stiffness you know that stiffness uh, having that rigid spine and and not being able to turn so well um, we practice on on a tile floor in Taekwondo and then a mat in Jujutsu right mm -hmm. Uh, the tile floors, it's punishing, yeah. especially when you're doing jump kicks and things like that. And, uh, it's it's uh, it's hard on on me and it stresses my back and uh, my shoulder and my knee and all that. And you've adjusted my knee once before. Um, you've adjusted my shoulder every time and uh, just about and uh, my back and it makes a huge difference. Awesome. It completely complements my lifestyle. And, and that's, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for doing this episode with me. I do have a question. Do you care to show us some self-defense? We'll go downstairs and, and do some self-defense uh, exercises. I don't mind at all. That would be really cool. I mean, that's what I do. Awesome. Well, join us downstairs. So, Ray, what do you got for us? Okay, I have... Uh, the defense against the push, um, there's a few ways of going about it, and then there's uh, receiving a push, being pushed down, and how to recover and get back up, make it less painful and traumatic to your body. So that's what we're gonna talk about. That's okay. what we're gonna do. Okay, so I'm gonna push you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. So that's the Taekwondo uh, style. So we step back in the long stance. And you. And we. Yeah, bring our hands open, and so that stops the the force. So the force is coming this way. It kind of spreads that force out and away from us. Okay, so we're deflecting the okay. force. All right, so the next push is more of like eh, kind of a subtle kind of thing. So you push one side, and you just let them, right? So you just let them, and now you're inside. So if you push again, you're in a really good position here. So uh, again, from this side. So you're right here, and this is a, these are his weapons right here. Basically, if you're in this area, it makes his weapons a little more less of a, a problem. Less of a doesn't mean that that they can't hit you or anything like that, but it kind of takes a lot of that out of the equation. So um, the next one is being pushed down, what we're gonna do is a break fall. And generally, when we think about a break fall, we're breaking the fall, right? So that means we are transmitting the 
the impact energy away from our core into our extremities the best we can. And what that'll do is that will mitigate the damage. We might still get damaged, uh, I'm not gonna lie, but that'll mitigate a lot of it and hopefully we can recover. And so we're gonna do that, so go ahead. I slap the, I slap the mat, right? Slap yeah. the floor. And that generates the impact energy away from my core. Now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna stand up. So you're coming toward me, and that's the stand up in base. Now, um, when I'm down here, do my break fall, he's coming at me, you'll notice that my hands are up, or well, my arm is up. My arm is up to deflect any kind of punch or try to, so you go ahead and like punch me, grab me or whatever. All right, I have this to help defend me, okay? Mm -hmm. And then I have this hand right here is acting, it's kind of like a, uh, um, a brace for me. And I'm gonna swing this leg underneath and behind me. So go ahead and stand up. And so that's, that's the self-defense stuff I was gonna show you today. Awesome, well thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you guys next time on Thriving with Chiropractic. Thank you for joining. We truly hope Thriving with Chiropractic is making a positive impact on your health and wellness. Please comment and share this episode. We would love to hear from you. And as always, remember, your story matters.